Hi, this is Chip LaCoco, and welcome back to my podcast channel. Today is part two of a series discussing writing techniques for authors. Today's topic is story development. There are three key elements of story development that we're going to discuss today. The first is inspiration. Next, we'll talk about the setting. And lastly, the plot. Inspiration, the first element that we will discuss, is potentially, and perhaps, the hardest of them all. Inspiration is how the story comes to the author. What is it that triggers the author to go ahead and start this whole journey towards telling a story? The answer lies with inspiration. Inspiration can come in two ways. Either, and I'm going to just explain it as the flash of an inspired story, moment, idea, or two, forced. And I'm going to give an example of both of these. I'm from New Orleans. We have Jean Lafitte's blacksmith shop here. We have Pirate's Alley. Pirates have played a long role in the history of New Orleans. So I'm an author who decides one day that I really, really, really would like to tell a story about pirates and about pirates of New Orleans in particular. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set myself down and start the process of thinking about how am I going to tell the story because I've always had this love affair with pirates and I've always had this love affair with pirates in New Orleans and therefore I'm going to tell the story. That's where the forceness of the inspired thought comes in. I am forcing myself to tell the story about the pirates of New Orleans. That's what I mean by forced inspiration. Contrast that with a flash of inspiration. Let's say I'm out with some friends one night. We have a drink at Jean Lafitte's blacksmith shop. We walk back to the car and walk down Pirate's Alley, the same alley that the pirates used to use to run back and forth from the river to get there to the ships and into the, into the streets of New Orleans that caused the havoc that they created. I go home that night, and the story comes booming into my head about a pirate in New Orleans. And I start outlining that story, and I start thinking about that story. That is a flash of inspiration. I had no idea when I left my house that night that I would even be thinking about pirates, nor that it would eventually turn into a potential story that I'm going to tell. But that flash of inspiration now takes hold, and I will begin the process of developing that story. The differences are subtle, the forced and inspired flame. Either one is fine. Either one is going to get to the same point. A story is going to be told. The difference is, is just how does one start to develop that idea, the idea of the story. And that's all that matters. You're trying to get the idea. I'm often asked, what, as an author, where do you get your ideas from? You know, and I think the, the key phrase for an author is just stay attuned to the world around you. TV, the internet, stories, TV, people's conversations, just anything that, that picks up your interest that you hear or see. Jot it down on a sheet of paper. Which I mean, that's one key is always have paper around because you want to put those ideas down because there's nothing worse than having an inspired thought, not writing it down, and you forget it. 
So you want to have a piece of paper at all times with you, even at night next to the bed next to you, in case you wake up with a dream that you can say, oh, that could be a good story. Always have paper with you. But that's the that's what happens with that inspiration. You, you, you find something that just burst into your brain and you say, this is a story I want to tell. That's on the the flash of inspiration side. Or there's something that just keep, I keep coming in contact with. Go back to the pirate story. I, you know, I, I saw an Errol Flynn movie with, with the Seahawk the other night. I see another pirate movie. And then I see some other thing with pirates. And I sit down and I'm like, I'd like to start, I'd like to tell a story about a pirate. That's the inspiration. I've paid attention to the world around me. And I'm allowing my entire being to absorb into this storytelling mode. And after all, that's what we are as fiction authors. We're storytellers at the end of the day. Yes, you can be literary. You could be you could be romance, mystery, historical fiction. At the end of the day, we're all storytellers, and it's that inspiration that will drive the beginning of the development of the story. I'll give you one example for me. I never thought I could write a novel. I was a real. I was a history major. I really. I never studied creative writing. I had um, a ch- uh, my son was born, and I'd just call it nighttime duty. I would stay up at night until my wife would come down and breastfeed around one o'clock in the morning, and I would go back to bed. That night, this one night in particular, I remember I had put a little opera disc on the CD player. I was listening to La Boheme, and I was rocking my son with my foot in his rocking chair when this story about a young opera singer who grows up in Milan who can't catch a break and he stumbles upon the Casa Verdi which is the retirement home that Giuseppe Verdi had made for retired musicians and it's there that this young singer meets a blind retired opera singer who takes him under his wing and brings him to a career in opera. That novel was called Tempesta's Dream. That night, the story came to me, and I outlined most of the story that single night. And then I started writing it. But that inspired flash of a moment caught me by complete surprise, as I had no idea that I had a story in me, nor that I could write it. And I go back to that one inspired moment, and um, I just thank God that it, it led me to the path that I am now, where I I'm able to tell these stories through my writing. So we've had our inspired moment. The stories come to us. So now we get to the next element in story development, and it's the setting. Sometimes our inspiration provides the setting to us. For example, my third novel, Saving the Music, concerns Jewish musicians who are hidden in Sicily during World War II. Thus, the inspired thought of the story provides the setting. Sicily, in the year 1943, World War II. Other times, you may have an inspired thought of a love story. But you don't have the setting. You don't know, is it going to take place in the 20th century or the 16th century? Is it going to take place in America or is it going to take place in Scotland? That's when you then, as the author, have to decide... Okay, I have this inspired thought of this idea of a story. Where do I place it? And that's 
the creative genius of you as, a, as an author, you're going to have to decide where you want your story to be told. The setting is a little bit easier when your inspired thought sets the setting for you because you're kind of entranced within that area, that time period. The setting is a key component of the story to be told as it will set forth the dress, what people eat, how they talk, what they see. So the setting is very important to determine how your story will be further developed. And like I said, the setting will either be set by the inspiration, that inspired story that came to you, or you go, you can go ahead and set it wherever you would like. So we now have the inspiration. The story has come to us. We've decided on the setting. The last element regarding story development that we're going to cover in today's podcast is the plot. The plot. The plot is really will make the novel tick, right? You can have the inspired thought. You can have a great setting. If the plot is not perfected and is not done well, the readers won't buy into the story. And the plot is what's going to keep the readers interested. And when they finish, tell someone else, you need to read this book because it's all of the plot that's going to drive the success of the novel. This makes me think of a talk I gave one time to a book club, and it was on my first novel about the opera singer, and they had asked me after we were finished discussing the novel just to play some opera for them. And I played for them, one of the songs I played for them was Enrico Caruso, the great tenor, Singing Neapolitan song, Lauba Separa della Luce L'Ombra. Beautiful, beautiful song. And I remember he got to this one part of the song where Crusoe's voice just soars above the orchestra. And I remember I told them, that is the money note. That is why he became the greatest tenor who ever sang. And I kind of use that as an example for the plot. Everyone's going to have the same story. Everybody's going to have a story to tell. Every author who sits down to write is going to have an inspiration. They're going to have a setting. The plot is the money note. That is where you're going to make or break the novel. And development of the plot is the key. And it is extremely time-consuming. And you'll go back and forth and fight with yourself and decide whether or not this works or that or that not works. You also will probably give it to other people to read for you so that they can assist you to let you know, eh, that plot device doesn't really work or that works great or you need to develop this more. This is the longest part of the process. Plot development is by far the, the, the part of writing the novel that takes the longest And perhaps the reason why it takes it the longest is because it is the most important. It really is the most important part of the novel. Some techniques for writing the plot is really, I guess, reflected back to the inspired moment of the story. If the inspiration of the story came to you as the beginning and the end, then you know that plot 
is going to be everything driving towards the end of that story. That's where you're trying to get to. If the inspired thought is only the beginning and kind of this idea, right, then as you write, that plot will start to be developed more and more. And as each chapter you write, that plot is continuing down a line trying to get to an end and you're trying to develop that story more and more. I'm often reminded of a letter that J.R.R. Tolkien wrote to his publisher when he first started his work on The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. He wrote to him to let him know that the story, which was a sequel to The Hobbit, was going in a totally different direction than he originally thought, and that he had just introduced some black writers into the story. He didn't know much about them, but he couldn't wait to get back to writing the story to find out more. I find that so fascinating that his plot of the story, he didn't have black writers when when the inspiration came to him to tell his sequel to The Hobbit. But as he's writing the story, now the black writers appear. That's how it's going to be for you as a writer. While you're writing those chapters, different things will come to your brain, different ideas, different thoughts. And you need to take those thoughts and ideas and incorporate them into your story. Go back and read the chapter after you finished and see if it works or not. If it doesn't work, throw it away, start again. But usually, hopefully, as the story starts to, as the plot starts to develop chapter by chapter by chapter, the more thoughts and ideas that you have, they're more in tune with the rest of the story because now you're laying that groundwork of the plot and you're trying to get to the key parts of the plot. And what are the key parts? They're always going to tell you what those are. You talk to any, any, any critic, they're going to tell you what it is. Conflict and resolution. That's what's going to be the driver of the plot. That's what has to be developed in the story to keep people's interest involved in the story. What is the conflict and what is the resolution? So those are the elements that we would discuss today on story development, inspiration, setting, and plot. Of course, there's many more elements to discuss relative to story development. Just two examples, characters and dialogue. But I wanted to give you just a a, a brief flavor to what to consider for story development. And I think the three elements that we chose to discuss today are kind of the bulwark of how a story develops for an author. Um, You know, and I, I, and I just, the key, the key is to just really stay attuned to the world and get, hopefully find that inspiration, that inspiration that's going to lead you down the path to tell a story that will ultimately result in a novel that people will love to read. So with that said, thanks for listening to my podcast. Be sure to subscribe, like, and review wherever you get your podcast so you can get the latest updates. And again, I I wish you the best of luck in your writing. Ciao.